previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. I'm in Missouri and the Uranus Fudge Factory is just up the interstate from me. Wait, what kind of factory? It's the Uranus Fudge Factory. You you walk in and they greet you by saying, thank you for picking Uranus. If you could see my face right now, (laughs) what? Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hi, new friends. Yes, hi, new friends, and all you loyal listeners as well (laughs) that were not at Jingle Fest. We'll be friends soon. I mean, (laughs) to say we're beyond excited and... yeah, that was the best weekend I've had in so long. In so long, I mean, not including our wedding weekend. Yeah, I was of gonna course. say. Okay, <laughs> it was less stressful than our wedding weekend. I just, y'all are amazing. Yeah, we need to. Like, what? Let's start from the very beginning. From? I mean, okay. <laughs> We wish we could have gotten this out on Monday, but as most of our loyal listeners know, we never drop an episode the same day Tony does. So we are hoping this will go out first thing Tuesday, as soon as we confirm that he's not doing a Tuesday show. You know what? Let's start here just to get this out of the way. Congratulations, Colorado Avalanche. Oh, yeah, they, they won the Stanley they Cup. They won something. They, it, it's, it the was, Stanley Cup. What is it was that, soccer, first, hockey? The, I don't the know. The first time in how many years? 12? I don't know. But yeah, I figure we get the hockey talk in there. We're good. Okay, let's move on. Jingle Fest. Jingle I mean, Fest. Yeah. I mean, Mingle Fest, everything. You know, I knew I was going to have fun, but I didn't realize I was going to have that much fun. Really? Like, seriously, <laughs> every single one of you out there, all you littles, you are... So incredible. You are genuine, kind, smart, funny, obviously. Just some of the coolest people I've ever met in my life. And I'm so thankful. I never thought I would say this in a million years, (laughs) but I'm so glad that we went to Jingle Fest. (laughs) Of course you are. I mean, I... I just like to, I could say, I told you so. I told I know, you so. Right, I told you so for right. years. I've been telling her this. Right. And we finally got there. I it was so much fun. Understand. So, so let's go back to the very beginning. Okay. And major, major shout out, Mr. Sam Berger. Yes. Who, yeah, ridiculous. Graciously. Graciously drove us down. Was like, yeah, co- was, hop in my car. Was basically like almost a chauffeur to us the whole freaking weekend. Well, not the whole weekend. We gave him a day off in there. Yeah. Cool Aunt Claire drove us up <laughs> to, to places. And, yeah, Bobby. Um, and Bobby Goffrey. Well, we'll get yeah. there. We'll get yeah. there. But first, Samberger, above Thank and beyond, you sir. so, so much. He would not even take money from us. I, I forced him. I, I forced him to take money from us because <laughs> I was like, there's no way we're not. I mean, we, yeah, Just, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, the kindness and generosity. Yeah. I was like, we have to at least pay for like a hotel Blew night or, and the gas and yeah. whatever. He just, yeah. And yeah. the car was so much fun. Yeah. We had great conversation, great tunes. Like, yeah. Hootie and the Blowfish played a lot. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, Steve Lipton. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, indebted. Indebted. Yeah, so yeah. thank you, Sam Berger. Next time you come to Hurley's, obviously drinks on us. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. All so the that's, things. That's that one. I mean, just the generosity of everyone while we were down there. I, I mean, so many of you. Our schedule was set for us, and we didn't know. For most of it. For but, most of it. And then it just, I mean. But I mean the ones that reached out, like so Mo seamless. Werner. Yeah. Patrick Smith, obviously. Yeah. All these people that like reached out, and they're like, hey, where can we take you? Yeah. What, what do you need to see? Do you need to go to Bethesda Bagel? Do you need to go here? Do you need to go I there? Know. I mean, just unbelievable. I mean, that's the one thing. I mean, I literally felt like I was in, being pulled in so many different directions. Right. That was the and, tough part. And it was just, you know, I wanted to make sure that I spent enough time with everybody. 
And I think if there is anybody that I missed, I'm sorry, next time I promise. But I just, I mean, everyone was so nice and we were so well taken care of. And, uh, that was that was the unbelievable part. But later on, I found I think Loria Sayo was there, and yeah. I, we had no idea. I, I think know. she was there, and we didn't. I never got to actually meet her. I wish that yeah. could have happened. Yeah. And so there, I'm sure there's more of those types yeah. of situations. My favorite one was uh, Eric was the great zucchini was there. Yeah. And so many people didn't even know it was him. They yes. were like, "Wait, what? What? He was there?" Yes. I, they're like, "I think I talked to him. I didn't okay. know who it was." He is one cool dude. He's awesome. He is a cool dude. <laughs> He's so awesome. Book him right now, Littles. Book him right now for um, your child's event. My birthday is coming. Yeah, up, maybe. Chuck. Hey, he said if we ever have a kid, it's on him. Um, maybe he'll just do yours instead. My anyway. birthday is coming <laughs> up, Chuck. I don't think he comes up to New York, Roxy. Yeah. Uh, so it was great to see him. I mean, we finally got to meet Jerry Negrelli. I yeah. mean, that was just great. Just so cool. So I mean, many. Yeah. Thank well, you to him for putting this yeah. together and I'm sure there is so much that goes into putting just one night together. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. thank you so much for all of but that. Can we go back to Mingle? There's so much to get I into know. Mingle Fest. Let's go to Mingle Fest. <laughs> I was so overwhelmed. I walk up, we get out of the car. Sam drives us over, of course. Yeah. We get out of the car and there's just Tony Beeson and yeah. Lee Gordon right yeah. there. Right, right there. there. Before we even come close to getting to the front door. Right there. I was already like, oh my God. Starstruck. I'm, I'm meeting Tony Beeson. This is great. <laughs> So then let's not even, I mean, so then there were a ton of people there. We can't list everyone's names out, but Bonnie was there. So you got to meet Bonnie Burko for the first yes. time. I had met her a couple of weeks ago in New York. She's lovely. She's amazing. She's And lovely. then Gary. Yeah. I mean, Gary, our first big, we are indebted to him. He was the first big that agreed to come on our show, our little tiny podcast. Yeah. He was the first one. And it was a hit. I mean, the numbers show. I mean, everyone right, loves Gary. Right. That's just how it is. Yeah. And for him to take the time and do that for us. Yeah. And I think it then encouraged other bigs to come on. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's why they're coming on to meet the littles because right. he started it. And uh, we're so indebted to him. And just it was so great to meet him and his wife and lovely daughter. Mm-hmm. They were there with him. Mm-hmm. And it was just so much fun. Yeah. So I don't know. Where, where do you want to go? Oh, we have to talk about that. People were just handing us drinks. Okay. So, oh, my gosh. So, Smitty Scoop, Patrick <laughs> Smith, just hands us a drink. I'm drinking. Now, I'm talking a lot, obviously, because I'm meeting all these people. And like I'm saying like 10 sips in. I'm like, why is my throat burning? <laughs> I mean, my throat was literally like on fire. Yeah. And I now, m- mind you, he just handed me this drink. I didn't even yeah. ask what it was. It no. Just, well, so I went to the bar with Jenny Robbins. Hi, Jenny. And she was like, you need to have my beer. She had me let me try it. And it tasted really good. She was like, come on, let's go get you one. But then she got pulled somewhere and was like, this is what it is. Get it. Put it on my tab. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I just met you. I'm not going to do that to you, but whatever. <laughs> and then the next thing I know, I see Smitty Scoop. Patrick Smith turns around and just like hands me a beer. I'm like, what's this? He's like, just drink it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> And yeah. What the hell was in that? Jalapeno. Jalapenos. Who puts jalapeno? It is his his wife, Liz. Yeah, Liz loves it. She loves it. It's her favorite thing. That's all she was drinking that night. And I will say it was good. I'm not good with spice, but that actually was good. No, I'm a wimp. I mean, I was one and done that night, but... I was also talking a lot and right. No, I that's it was, I I finished it, yeah. but it, my my throat was on fire. <laughs> it burned so bad. I'm a wimp though when it comes to that kind of stuff. I had so many great conversations that night. Like, I mean, it was just great. Mingle Fest was great. Yeah. Anything else we need to say about Mingle Fest? I think we covered all that. So that was Friday. Right. Saturday. Well, are we going to tell the story about the fight in the lobby? Oh, was that Friday? No, that was Saturday. That was Friday. That was Friday? That was Friday. Oh, wow. Okay, so... There was a fight in the lobby. After Mingle Fest. 
we <laughs> were in the lobby just hanging out after the you know mingle fest and yeah. we come back and all of a sudden yeah there was this big wedding going on in the thing we all wanted to crash it and actually yeah. then roxy you learned a dice game what was that it was left right center that's the name of the game left right center okay yes. and we're gonna say their names because okay. they're lovely people but they have not been on the podcast jason yet. miller and heather heather miller yeah okay yes. there you go you get your shout the out the other millers the other millers yeah. as they're called yeah. i guess you're killing us, Smalls. I mean, we F know you're going to awesome. be amazing guests. <laughs> they are so funny. Yeah. We love them. Yeah. I shouldn't say that because they haven't been on the podcast yet, but they're they're great. They're great people. And <laughs> hopefully, 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 we're not going to like harass you or anything, but we'd love to have you yeah. come on the podcast. I mean, Dina we know already. Littles. No, Claire already made sure that Jason's phone was up to speed with all the downloaded. She downloaded episodes <laughs> for him to listen to. So Well, they have to come on the podcast. Yeah. But anyway, he invited you to, to this dice yeah, game. Yeah, I think it was their game. It was this dice game. I walked in with three of Chuck's dollars and came out with three of Chuck's dollars and three new dollars. Yeah, but at one point you were up like 12 bucks. I was up like 12 bucks yeah, and then great. I lost That's a few. Right. That's all right. It was That's fun, okay. It was That's fun. okay. They were but as nice she's playing it. the dice game, this mm -hmm. huge fight breaks out in the lobby. Yeah. And it got serious to the point where I couldn't believe, like, where are the cops? Right. Like, this was crazy. Like, yeah. At one point, I think you said it was like you shouted to the. Oh, the yeah. Front I shouted to the front person. desk. I'm like, I'm like hello. Are you going to call security <laughs> about this? There's a fight happening. Yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. But, um, um, buttons were torn off. Yeah, and <laughs> we, I think Dina found some buttons on the floor yeah. from the tuck shirts that were ripped off and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was nuts. Wild. So, you know, Never a dull moment. I mean, Jingle Fest. Hello, Jingle Fest. Okay, so then the next day, we had such a blast. Like I said, there were different people there from Mingle Fest. Yep. Uh, most of the same people. Actually, there were some, unfortunately, that couldn't come that yeah. were at Mingle Fest mm -hmm. that couldn't come to Jingle Fest. Right. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, Jerry graciously let us sing our two little jingles from yeah. our podcast. We did the Muppet Show theme one. Let me one tell you, Littles, I was so nervous. Yeah. My heart was beating <laughs> out of my chest. I don't know if you could see it well, from watching. but The other reason was because we had full intentions of kind of like practicing a little bit. And we did. <laughs> well, we didn't have time. I know. We were running all day. So yeah. let's get to that. Okay, yes. Before Jingle Fest, Bobby. Bobby, Bobby Gottfried. Another thank you. Thank you. He yeah. decided, and like we said, there were ton We had so many offers. This one just worked out with our schedule and yeah. where he was and yeah. where we were. So right. he picked us up mm -hmm. and then graciously brought us all around and then drove us to Jingle Fest. Right. But seriously, I mean, like we already mentioned, I know Mo and Patrick Smith for sure. And I think there were a couple others that yeah. just offered just whatever. The right. littles are just amazing. Okay. And so Bobby graciously took us all around. Yeah. And we saw Chatter. We saw um, La Cheeserie. Calvert Woodley, yeah. which I got my glass of Bells Up Winery, Rhapsody. Thank you, David Spector, <laughs> in my Calvert Woodley. Yes, we got stemless wine glass. We got some wine glasses. Yeah. And uh, but I think the, the little saw the picture. We got to meet Michael Sands. Absolutely. Sansy's brother. Yes. So that was unexpected and amazing and we sat there for like 25 minutes talking can to i tell the funny story absolutely so we walk out at the end and i'm like okay someone needs to explain all of that to me <laughs> <laughs> this is no why idea. i'm still fun size yeah this is yeah she had no <laughs> idea who he was and why we were sitting there for 20 minutes talking to him and then at very one point nice guy though oh very absolutely nice. and at one point he said he would come on the podcast and uh -huh. and he said he would get his brother to come on the podcast yeah so i'll believe that when i see it but, but that I mean, that would be great. That would be amazing. That would be Either great. one. And yeah, so, but I'd explain all that to her. And so we did some shopping. We yep. bought four bottles of wine 
there that we never ended up drinking. Yeah, we, we never had ended every up drinking. intention of bringing that. Well, we brought. Well, we did them bring them to Jingle just, Fest and just we everyone were, just kept bring, giving us beers. We were and on stuff the beer kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a beer weekend. And then we did a bunch of drive-bys. We went by the Country Club. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. I was trying to take some pictures of that. And then we actually, I did not anticipate this at all. We actually drove right by the Kennedy Center and Lincoln Memorial Lincoln and stuff Memorial, like that. Yeah. Getting back to the hotel right. for Jingle Fest. And just takes us back to 10 years ago when we were yeah. on tour for the first time together. And then one of the most ridiculous things. I haven't you seen know, you so happy in a long time. Well, <laughs> the after parties are, look, we were told all of this. Yeah. Everyone told us all about this. So we, you know, I don't know why we're surprised, but they weren't wrong. Okay, so the After Party Jam Fest yeah. is what we're calling it. Yeah. And, you know, we haven't even touched upon some people, Ed Butts and the Anita from Alaska, and all these people were in the room. But anyway, so it was basically Jerry and Joe, Joe and Steve Lipton. Yep. So Steve Lipton gets his guitar out and throws a pair of brushes at me. Yeah, <laughs> he just happened to have brushes. Right. That's amazing. And so I found a box. Anyway, long story short, we just sang until like three o'clock in the morning. Ed Butt had his phone out. He was like, hmm, what's this song? Yeah. Oh, try this one next. It was so and great. And everyone else that was there i mean there's too many people to list you know roop had maracas at one point <laughs> jason miller yeah heather, heather. miller jenny robbins yeah. and anita from alaska yeah and we're yeah. just hanging out singing and songs and yeah. yeah roxy showed up later and yeah oh it was just so great just and like just for, for you to thank just, you for including us and yeah. it was just so much i mean just getting to play with steve lipton was kind of cool and so I, i've cool. texted him since and i'm like i hope we actually really really get to jam someday yeah because you know, that would be a lot of fun gotta get your drums yeah absolutely instead of just a cardboard box right but it was kind of fun <laughs> thanks not amazon lie. yeah it was great <laughs> all right roxy well we have to get out of here because we have a, we have to get to our guests <laughs> we have to get to our meet the littles guests we could go on for hours about jingle fest yeah but real quick the other things were uh gifts Tony and Roop bringing us Buckeye Balls all the way from Ohio. So good. so good. So thank you for that. And then real quick, you know, I brought David Spector, Bells Up Wineries, bottles of wine and stuff. And mm -hmm. so we got some great pictures with that. But, you know, we just had them on our last episode for Five Mediocre Minutes. And then I just saw a post today, Roxy, celebrating 10 years since they made the move out there to open their winery. Whoa. And I was like, why wouldn't you, why, why won't you tell us that when you, that's huge news. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. So congratulations to David Spector and Bells Up Winery on your 10 year anniversary. Yeah. That's, that's so great. All right. I think we got everything. I mean, I didn't get into the crazy directions that Sam gave us to get to the car <laughs> where he was. I got those directions. I was like, there's no way. Can I buy a Val? No. Okay. So I'm handing them over to Roxy and again, uh, indebted. Sam Berger, yeah. you're the best. Yeah. So thank you for everything. And thank you to all the littles. For welcoming us into your community. Absolutely. And we've got a lot more to get into. Don't yes. worry. Come back after the Meet the Littles guest. But we'll be right back with... Meet the Littles. This is Eric Londigan, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network.
being played in this episode by an artist called Frida. That's what it says. F-R-E-E-D-A-A-A. And this song is called Heart Song. And it's actually based on a poem by Lynn T. Ellis. Now, if you like what you hear, we will have links to the Heart Song on YouTube and the YouTube channel in our show notes. And as always, we'll play the full song, Heart Song, at the end of the podcast. doing this in reverse but we have a great <laughs> guest for you today please welcome to the podcast jamie armada hey jamie how's it going hi chuck and roxy how are you guys today we're great we're good that felt so funny it felt weird right <laughs> but it worked it's, i think we, I you think did a great so. job roxy Thanks. she's had to think about it. i was like do you want to reverse it and she's like mm, okay let's give it a try yeah <laughs> anyway jamie we're excited to have you here it's been a long time coming yep. we know you're a big fan of the podcast so we really appreciate that so as you know, we usually just turn it right over to you. Why don't you take a quick second and introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there? Sure. Hi, guys. My name's Jamie. I've been listening to Tony for since the ESPN radio days and had a couple emails read. I'm friends with some of you big littles on the Twitter and in the Facebook group. That's, and a, that's I'm a great really name. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I got to cut you off real quick because we want to go all the way back. We want to know where you grew sure. up, all that stuff. But you came up with a new term that I'd never heard of, a the, big little. A big little. And those are referred to basically what you were saying, like the people who get their emails read all the time, you mm -hmm. know, like Shad in D.C. and Mike mm -hmm. from Burke, Virginia and Anita from Alaska. All mm -hmm. those kind of, you know, names we hear all the time on the podcast. It's very interesting. And, They're big uh, littles. And I was the same way. That's kind of why I created this podcast, because I wanted to meet all them and people like yourself, actually. Mm -hmm. And so take us back now. Where did you grow up? Where are you from? And all that stuff. Sure. So I'm born and raised in Milwaukee. Which is a weirdly a weird little hotbed of TK fandom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a tight little group here in Milwaukee. It's very strange for a radio show from 900 miles away or whatever right. it is. Right. And yeah, born and raised in Milwaukee, and lived with my pets and my wife. And did you go to school there and everything? I did. Shout out to Riverside University High School. We might have an NBA draft prospect this year. Ooh. Oh, really? Uh, his name is Alondis Williams from Wake Forest. Went to Riverside. Those are my people. Okay. And then to UW-Milwaukee, which is the bane of my sports existence and the most abusive relationship I've ever been in, but also the most beautiful. <laughs> right. Bruce Pearl was coach. We, we ah. went to the Sweet 16 in right. 2006. Oh, and cool. It was the height of my sports existence, was just going to the Sweet 16. I could never ask for anything more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, what was your major in college and all that stuff? So I have the wonderful double major of sociology and interdisciplinary ethnic studies. Mm. Yeah, what's up with social scientists? <laughs> do I do anything with either of those degrees? Oh, no. I, I know Naturally. the feeling. I know the feeling. Don't worry about it. So what do you do? So I work on the payroll side of the world. I've been in the payroll world for over 20 years. It's not the most exciting world but it's a world that everybody needs and i guarantee you no one listening to this has ever when they got paid on friday went to their payroll people and were like thanks for getting me paid accurately and timely 
Right? No one's ever done that. We only hear from people when something's wrong. So here's my pro tip for everybody. You want to make somebody's day? Talk to your payroll people on a payday and say thanks. Right. Wow. So that's interesting that you say that because watching the Tony Awards recently, there were two people. Patty Lapone was one of them. She thanked in her thank you speech when she won. She thanked the person that pays her. Yeah. Excellent. Producer. Yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting though. Quite a few people yeah. though on the Tony speaking have thanked people that they normally wouldn't. Don't, wouldn't get, like the stage door security. Yeah. Right. The stage managers. Yeah. They never. And actually, this year was huge for that. And they've been trying to be better advocates for that mm-hmm. uh, in like, general. Because yeah. without those people and the payroll people and all of that, like the shows, they wouldn't run. They wouldn't, wouldn't run. run. Yeah. yeah they wouldn't go on. So and they, they've been big on the understudies. And the yeah. Covers. I mean, that's the thing. And Tony it, it took takes, to that. It takes whatever. a village. <laughs> it takes a village, and everyone in said village deserves credit. Yeah. Um, so Not no, just, that's interesting, though. Yeah. Well, what I find interesting, and I get, I've gotten huge compliments about this, and most of my coworkers think I'm an idiot for it, but <laughs> a lot of people think I'm an idiot, so that's okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Do you have it often when people come to you when their check is wrong? in their favor because oh never right right i do i do heroes heroes the ones that that do i always would pass that along to their managers or supervisors they're like hey by the way you've got a good one here they were wrong in their favor and they let us know yeah because i know it's going to screw someone's world up you know someone made a mistake someone missed i mean if it's a decimal point or a comma that's a huge but i mean even if it's like ten dollars off or something like that and i'll just uh, most times it's not a mistake actually but i do ask about it because you know if it was ten dollars shorter than it normally is you know because when you get into a it depends on your job obviously if you're in a job where it's different hours and it's different pay every week the taxes and all that stuff it's different every week but if you're in a job where you pretty much give or take a penny Mm -hmm. every week it's the same exact paycheck every week you know you know and if it was ten dollars more i'll sometimes ask and i'll be like hey just so you know you know just because i'm curious what it was for right and that's a way to like cue them in like hey this was different just so you know you might have made a mistake Mm -hmm. and i'd hate for you have to eat that later when you can't figure it out and It'll compile and very rarely will something like that never get caught. Mm-hmm. And if it gets caught three years down the line and you've gotten $10 every week for the last three years, oh, right. that adds up. Yeah. And, oh, sure. You know, we're going to get that back mm-hmm. and you're going to be real mad about it. When your check is like $400 less because mm-hmm. we caught the mistake. Right. Yeah. No, I just meant, you know, even just a week or whatever. And, you know, they usually say, oh, thank you. That's for we went overtime this day or something like that. I don't right, even know what right. it could be. But they were like, oh, that's and I'm like, well, I mean, I'm serious. I mean, if it was ten dollars less, you better believe I'd go and say, hey, why was my check ten dollars less this mm-hmm. week? So I feel like I, that's the way I was brought up. And we all appreciate it. Well, thank you. I'm a hero. Did you hear that, Roxy? Did you hear that, little? <laughs> I'm a hero. All right, Jamie, now you said you're from Wisconsin, and we're going to, I'm going to save that. We're going to tease that, because I want to deep dive a little bit into that, because both Roxy and I have been there together, actually. Excellent. Yeah. And I'm guessing I kind of know this, because you said you grew up there. So where's your fandom? What's your sports fandom? What's your favorite sport and all that stuff? So my favorite sport to watch and play is basketball, and I am a Milwaukee Bucks fan, and it got very dusty, and uh, (laughs) I cried July 20th, 2021, when the Bucks won the NBA championship. Yep. Fear the deer. My favorite sport to read about and follow is baseball. Okay. So when it comes to reading books and being in the payroll world, I'm kind of a math nerd. 
Mm-hmm. And so baseball really puts yourself out for the map. Sure. So I like to, I, I follow and read about baseball, but I like to watch and play basketball more. So I'm a Milwaukee Brewers fan on the baseball side. When it comes to football, I am not a Green Bay Packers fan. Sorry, oh. David Aldridge and all the rest of the folks. I am a, it's so hard to say, Las Vegas Raiders fan. Whoa. Whoa. My family's not from here. My parents moved here shortly before I was born, and the rest of my family is from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And so when I was a kid, my parents aren't sports fans Mm -hmm. at all. So when I was a kid, uh, the Packers were terrible. And I remember the first football game I ever decided I was going to sit down and watch. I was seven, and it was Super Bowl eighteen between the Raiders and the Washington football team. Sorry, Joe Arrow and the rest. (laughs) And... I was so enamored with the silver and black and Todd Christensen's flowing mullet out of his helmet right? and Marcus <laughs> Allen. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. These guys are tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm into this. And so it kind of just flowed from there. I don't love football that much. And I would never wish being a Las Vegas Raiders fan on anybody. It's a hard life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, mm-hmm. you don't choose these things. You're just born that, that so- way. It's interesting. So you were obviously a fan way before they moved to Vegas. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they were still Los Angeles yeah, when, right. when I started to follow them. So before um, Oakland and all that. Right. They, I mean, well, they had been in Oakland in the 70s, in the 60s and 70s and then moved to L.A. and then moved back to Oakland. Right. That's it, what I was thinking. Right. Okay. It's a really hard life. Yeah. I would not wish it on anybody. But you're born this way and you don't choose who you love. Yeah. And it's interesting because we've talked a lot about Roxy's brother and myself. We fell for the star, you know, as we say, when we were growing up and we were Mm -hmm. I was a Cowboys fan for like five minutes Mm -hmm. just because all my (laughs) friends in second grade were and they were always on TV. And remember, back then you got one game a week, basically. Right. And couldn't even really we weren't allowed to stay up for Monday Night Football and stuff like that. But. No, I understand. And that's the other one. Now that I think about it, you're right. The silver, you know, the black and silver, it just for some reason it calls people and I get it. And they're the tough, rough, tough ones. It yeah. does. It's really appealing. Yeah. And this is weird. I know probably for most people, but I'm a very strict one fan, one team person. I don't believe in sports polygamy. I don't believe you can have multiple favorites. You might flirt with somebody, but you know, you're not taking them home. Right. You know, you're, you know, you're like, hey, this uh, Golden State Warriors team is fun to watch. Yeah. But I know I'm never going to be a fan of them. Right. I'm a very strict that way. It's super weird. I understand that. But I am not a sports polygamist. I get you. The only time I'll ever flirt with that is National League, American League kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like I'll try to have a favorite in each league. So especially if for us, we're Red Sox fans. So if the Yankees are in the World Series, we're not rooting for the Yankees. No, you know, anybody but. You know, so we got to like try to find someone else. And, uh, but, and that's out of respect, by the way. Well, and that's weird for me being a Brewers fan because for the first half of my life, the Brewers were in the American League. Yeah. So I naturally hated all the American League teams. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, San Francisco Giants, I, all right, I, I can, yeah. yeah, you're not terrible. And then when the Brewers switched to the National League, it was like, well, now I hate all you National League teams. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. It, but I already hate all you American League teams, so really I'm... You only like the Brewers. <laughs> I'm stuck. Yeah. I've got to look this up. I want to say it was around 77. My first ever Major League Baseball game, Yankee Stadium, Brewers against the Yankees, and the Yankees won 3-2. to two. Mm. i got to look that up somehow. My first game was in May 1983 against the Red Sox at oh. County Stadium. Oh. Nice. Excellent. Carl Yastrzemski, Jim Rice. Wow. 
Well, you got me. I got Reggie Jackson in right field. That's all I got. That's I'm sure there I mean, was. A, I don't even remember if Munson was still around. I don't remember. Team. That was pretty boss. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Wow. Real quick, and then we have to take a quick break. Uh, your Tony fandom here. Now, you kind of started. You said you listened to the show a long time ago. Did you ever make it to Chatter? Stuff like that? Uh, so I never did. I've only been to DC a couple times, and they were, and none of that were uh, in the Chatter era. I would have loved to. Trying to like explain that to my wife, like, hey, I don't know that she would have gone along with that, sir. Try starting a podcast with her about it. Fair, fair. That that is a true story. Go ahead, sorry. But no, I started with the ESP with the national ESPN radio show back in '99, mm-hmm. and so here's the wild part. So Milwaukee's first ESPN radio affiliate was on like the most low power. AM station that you could technically classify as a radio station Mm -hmm. and radio rules are wild and I'm not a radio lawyer and how all that works, but they had to go off the air at 4.30 PM during the winter and Mm. at six in the summer because of over competing signals at night. It's a whole wild thing. And they were such low power that if it was sunny out, I couldn't get the radio station on my radio at my desk in my office. If it was cloudy, the signal like bounced around a bunch and I could get it. So I would listen to Tony's show, you know, national show in the mornings, only if it was cloudy. Wow. And it was also the very end of the internet radio show days. And I can't believe this is a world I lived in. Not everybody where I worked at the time was allowed to have the internet. And so at work, I couldn't listen to the internet show because I was not deemed highly enough to have internet access. But when I was at home, I could listen to, you know, the unfiltered hot mic uh, commercial break segments. And it was incredible. That's funny. That is so funny. Yeah. I mean, we've come such a long way with the internet. Absolutely. And we do the same thing here. We're, we're almost going to take a break and I, I, maybe I'll just keep recording. And then someday maybe for the Patreon page, people will release the tapes. <laughs> I always keep saying that, especially, you know, some of the more famous, what'd you call them? Big Littles? Big Littles. Big Littles. Yeah. Yep. Because so we've got some good ones. We've got the Dan Burns and stuff like that, yeah. where that was just a trip. Yep. That was just a trip. That's yep. all I can say. <laughs> Yeah, actually, let's do that. Let you, you, we're not even going to ask. You're going to stick around because we've got a lot to talk I'm about. I'm going to stick around. Yeah, we're going to talk about, I think, Summer of Littles, I think, because I have a feeling and, you know, about Milwaukee a little bit. So yep. we'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Hey, this is Jason Fraley from WTOP's Beyond the Fame podcast, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC podcast network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and we're lucky enough to have Jamie Armada with us. Now, we were talking off air like we said we do. We did very minor swearing, but (laughs) maybe we'll release those tapes someday. Don't worry. It was mostly me. Now, I was mistaken, but that happens a lot. So I was going to ask you a little bit about Summer of Littles because you kind of dropped that you've met Littles. So I assumed it was at Summer of Littles. Chuck here was wrong as per usual. So why don't you go into that? Have you ever been to a Summer of Littles and that stuff? So I have not. I was scheduled to go, and Steve Osbolt, on the Mount Rushmore of one of the most decent, good human beings you will ever meet yeah. in your life. Yeah. And we've never heard that before. Are you sure? <laughs> go on. I think I'm talking about the right Steve I, I don't know. We might need to get some more writers to write in. I'm, <laughs> don't I'm listen sure. to Chuck. You no, are. Absolutely. That's all we hear. Um, we've never heard anything different. 
Steve was hosting a Summer of Littles event, and I registered through the website and everything, and we're like, cool. And then it turns out a bunch of people canceled day of. And so Steve reached out to me personally and was like, well, it'd just be you and I hanging out at my venue. Do you still want to do that? And I'm like, well, I would have to leave a graduation party early and trying to explain that might be weird. So (laughs) let's just get back. Let's just try get together some other time. And then that was 2019. And then there really hasn't been anything here in Milwaukee with the pandemic and everything. Right. Since so knock on wood, 2022, we're getting together because there's some other local littles that I want. Yes, absolutely. Now, but you have you said you dropped off the air that you have met Steve, right? Yes, um, I've met Steve several times. Like I said, he's on the Mount Rushmore of good people, and I have helped contribute to some of the philanthropic good that he's done. Mm -hmm. And so I've met him dropping off donations and stuff, and also purchasing a wonderful Easter meal from him last year or two years ago. Have you had the barbecue sauce? I've not had the barbecue sauce. Steve and I need to get together on that. Yes, you do. It is so good. Love some barbecue. It's so good. <laughs> Be careful, though. He's got some tricky ones in there. Yep. And the pictures don't always match. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> I think. Good to I know. I think they do. It's just what varying well, degree isn't there of one hotness. That there's like a picture of Steve with horns coming out of his head and then like the halo holding. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. The halo so I'm like, top. is that the hot sauce or is that the, I don't know. And is that medium? Is that super hot? Is I liked that, the yeah. hot. You yeah. know what I like to do with the hot, actually? I love that we're turning this into a cooking podcast now. I like to coat it in the hot, then cook it. Yeah, like marinate it. Mm-hmm. Like marinate it in the hot mm-hmm. and then cook it and that's it. That I, I can't put any more. I mean, it's hot. It's spicy. It's, it's spicy. I'm excited by that. I'm a high spice level person. Okay. Um, many people in my life believe I have a problem <laughs> uh, because they will be dying and I'll be like, what? This, is, this doesn't even register. Like I will have to have my wife taste things if we do like a chili cook off at work kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'll have to have my wife taste as I go because you can't make things less hot once it's there. Right. Right. And she'll be like, yeah, no, you can't serve this to anybody else. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then his normal, I mean, it it sounds like it'd be too wimpy for you, but his normal, it's so good. I love it too. Yeah. I love it when I'm, you know, like I said, after it's cooked. I can do some spice. Like dipping, like if you're dipping. But his, his mild to me is perfect. Now let's get into Milwaukee a little bit because Roxy, yeah. Roxy and I have there, we have a picture with the Fonz, oh, yeah. the statue. Excellent. Um, hey. I'm trying to think <laughs> of, and Roxy recently got to talk to a person who knows very who well. Who was related to. Re- well, no, no, but he knows a person who knows Henry Winkler very well. And that was reference to Ben Carton, the little we met two episodes before. And he's the cousin of, is it Don Most? Yep. Yeah, Don Most, Ralph Mouth. Who who used to be Donnie Most. Donnie Most. Oh, that's right. It was just Don. It was kind of like the Debbie Gibson, now it's Deborah Gibson. Right, right. Is what what I've been told in the theatrical world. Yeah. So anyway, that was really cool. So we have a picture of the statue. Now, I also know, what is the um, the speakeasy? And what's it called? It is called... um, The Something House, right? The Safe House. The Safe Safe House. House. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And then every time I go there, they always refer me to that German restaurant. Is it Maynard's or something like Um, that? Mater's. 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 Have you have you been there? Uh, I mean, obviously, born and raised. Oh, I uh, yeah. No, Mater's is pretty delicious, yeah. and the safe house is always fun. You obviously know the trick, which we will not spoil for anybody. No. But it's always fun to take visitors and new people from out of town there just mm-hmm. for that experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not some place I would ever go regularly. Right, right. 
Well, that's where you learned to play blackjack, right? That is. Yeah. Yep. Because they have blackjack. They have like a, it's not legal betting and stuff. They do yeah. have a casino in down. That was actually in the, Milwaukee now, but the perfect opportunity to learn blackjack because I think it was pretty much just the cast of our show. Yeah. That was playing, um, and even maybe even just there in general. So the what, what do you call the the, the dealer? The yes, thank you. <laughs> um, the dealer was really cool and recognized that like it was my first time playing. So he was kind of helping teach me since we were at a table of friendly yeah. faces. So no um, one was going to get upset with her if she hit, you know, right, um, 16 or right, something. Yeah. Right. right. But it was really really cool and actually when we were in Milwaukee, my uncle reached out to me cuz he has spent quite a bunch of time out there and he told me about the safe house and I said funny enough the cast were all going in a couple days or whenever it was. So it was really fun. Yeah. So if you get out there, get out there. And then more importantly, make sure you head down to Emerald City Catering. Yes. That's the, that's I know the, that's the absolutely. one thing. I wish we knew about it when we were there. Yeah, we didn't know. You know, we, we didn't know us no then. Idea. No we had, idea. Well, uh, a few months ago, there was a big tizzy for about six hours in about February because the bronze fawns was missing. <gasps> Wait, what? Right. Somebody was walking down the river walk where the bronze fawns usually lives and they were like, where's the bronze fawns? So they like sent a tweet to the newspaper and some of the uh, TV stations and everybody got on it. Turns out that Visit Milwaukee, who owns it, was having it cleaned and restored a little <laughs> bit, but didn't tell anybody. They so for like note. six hours, <laughs> the bronze fawns was missing and it was this city was up in arms oh as they gosh. should be i mean that's like one of the main things you go to milwaukee yeah. for is to it's like the statue of liberty of new york city right. i'm sorry it is right. it's like yeah crazy wow that's so funny all right well jamie this has been great now i know you know the podcast so you know what's coming and we're I almost do. out of time so we want to get to it we have been recently been giving you the option rapid fire or thought-provoking roxy questions surprise me oh okay I'm game all mix right. it up even. All right, let's let's do that. We haven't done that in a while. Let's mix it up. Chunky or smooth peanut butter? Uh, so it was smooth for a real long time, but now apparently I'm in a chunky phase. I, oh. I kind of come and go. Now, does this mean you're adaptable or you, you're, you're all crunchy now? No, I'm adaptable. I, I really don't have a preference. All right. um, so, again, in a crunchy phase right now. Okay, so we like where this is going. We've question one and you're already will bonding the question. Okay, great. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Roxy. All right, if you could time travel, where or when would you go? That's a really excellent question. I think I would go back to the mid-40s and find the gentleman who was the second owner, who, who purchased my house as the second owner, and slap him and say, <laughs> don't do what you're about to do to this house. Oh, okay. okay there's a story here. Um, Can we talk about I the sinks? <laughs> I live in a 1925 bungalow, and it's a perfect craftsman-style bungalow with a lot of the original stuff still left but the gentleman who owned our house who was the second owner of our house in the 40s did some terrible renovate 40 style renovations and did it very poorly and has made my life hard oh no what are the kitchen sinks like they are oh i know it's a double <laughs> sink <laughs> it is but, a double sink okay is it functional though so you are correct about the large pot uh -huh. and a large skillet also is a challenge okay but I was screaming at the podcast the other day when you were talking about the double sinks and not being able to wash the pot. And I was like, well, that's why you have a dishwasher, duh. Oh. Right, which lucky enough, you know, most New York City apartments don't have them, but we are lucky enough to have a dishwasher. Can we talk about that for a second? Okay. Now, 
Chuck here can never tell if they're clean, dirty, because Roxy has this thing sometimes where she'll use it as a drying rack because we have a small New York City apartment. So we do have some counter space for that. Yeah. But sometimes she'll clean the dishes, then put them in the dishwasher to to just dry them. Mm -hmm. But then you'll forget about them and not put them away. So when she's raising her hand, that's me. So it's a little annoying. I got to be honest. (laughs) I'm not a dishwasher guy. I'm not. I'd rather just do the dishes, get them done. Boom. You're done. Instead of so the I've got a similar dilemma in my home. And what we did to solve it is I think we found it at a big box store that will not be named because they don't pay for advertising space <laughs> that it's a little magnetic sign that oh. you put on the front of the dishwasher that slides between green clean and red dirty. Yep. Okay. Should we make and- Loyal Little's podcast clean, dirty slider? <laughs> Rob, can you get on that? Let's, is How that green possible? Would be, do you have the E for explicit? Because that is, I think, is a good banner. We do. Yeah, we do. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Brady Bunch or Partridge Family? Brady Bunch, Partridge Family was too tweef for my taste. Okay. Cups up or down in your cupboard? Cups are down in my cupboard, both uh, drinking glasses and coffee mugs. Interesting. Okay. Plates and bowls, though, up? Plates and bowls are up. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That seems standard. Standard. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you could be an Olympic athlete, in what sport would you compete? I think it would be wildly entertaining to be a biathlete. The skiing, shooting fiasco. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. No one really understands. Yep. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I, I think I'd be actually pretty good at it. Well, no, because I don't ski. Mm-hmm. But as long as you I not, don't ski or shoot. It's cross-country skiing. I think skiing, that would though. be yeah, wild. I think so. Yeah, if it's cross-country. I think you're well, going around some... in a loop, and then you stop, and oh, you shoot, no. and then you go again. Oh, really? I think so. I think it's mostly yeah. flat. Oh, I thought yep. it was like through uh, the wooded area, and you... Oh, it might be. Like I don't it know. It can be, but it is all in a loop. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I would be good at that then. You know what's interesting? I see people practicing cross-country skiing in Central Park. Oh, sure. They've got basically skis that are on wheels. Oh, yeah. And they've sure. got the picks. Is that what they're called? Things poles. That they, poles. 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 Yeah. yeah. And they're just like going around mm-hmm. while I'm running. And it's actually really interesting. Oh, no. That's a great form of exercise. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're doing. I kind of want to try it. You know who wouldn't enjoy that? Mr. Tony. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. And then Uranus jokes. Not funny or never not funny? Never not funny. Yeah. Yep. That is the general consensus, Claire. Sorry, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Right, one more, Roxy. What is your favorite family tradition? Hmm. That's a very good question. I have a really strange family. So, Getting like, lines, traditions <laughs> are, our traditions are not traditional sort of family. So, my dad, my entire life, is a funeral director, and he owns his own funeral home. Cool. I'm a little afraid where this is going, but continue. No, go ahead. (laughs) So many of our family gatherings on my side of the family are at the funeral home. And there's been many a time my wedding reception was at my dad's funeral home. (laughs) And all of our Christmas meals and that kind of stuff where we always have to discuss if there's paying guests in the basement. (laughs) And uh, most of the time there is because that's how you make a living. Right. And so especially like when I was in the dating phase of life and bringing new people over for Mm -hmm. things like that was Mm -hmm. always. Very interesting. A conversation. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. So this is basically, I'm assuming you've seen the the movie My Girl? Oh, yes, absolutely. Of course. Okay. So your dad was Dan Aykroyd and yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Really, I think more of it, I kind of grew up half six feet under. 
Oh, see, I've never seen that. Mm. I've heard wonderful things about it, though. Super good show. Yeah. And pretty much, you know, my dad was Michael C. Hall's character growing up. Gotcha. And it was uh, was always a, a unique conversation to have. Sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That must have been so interesting. I wish we would have known that earlier. And we could have, like, well, deep dived that. When my dad works a lot with the Orthodox Jewish community in Milwaukee, and so they'll have people that come and sit shiva uh-huh. for people. So he'll just allow them to people that are sitting shiva just to come and go as, as they're changing out places, people and everything. That was really uh, startling to my aunt one day, like when we were there at Christmas for Christmas dinner, and just random people are just coming in and out. And sure. she was like, what is happening? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's so interesting. All right. Well, Jamie, unfortunately, we're out of time. We can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles here. Now, is there anything we can plug for you? How can we find you? Are you on Twitter and all that stuff? I am on Twitter at 414JME. I restarted my Twitter account to relieve the toxicity of Twitter. Yep. So I don't have a whole lot of history on there, but I try and keep things clean and fun now. Also on the Instagram at jrock414. It's really just pictures of pets and food. Oh, cute. Love that name though, J-Rock. So that was, uh, that's what my uh, early 90s hip hop name was of when course I was, it was in high school. Love of course. It. Absolutely. All right. And Jamie, as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Always over because you never want to root for under anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's a, that's no a, fun to root for under. That's a good way to put it. That's funny. That's true. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Roxy's mom's listening. Probably not. <laughs> All right. Jamie, thank you again so much for coming on to Meet the Littles. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you guys very much. Thank you for your podcast and everything and all the work that you do for it. You really bring a lot to the wonderful community of Littles. Oh, that's so sweet. That's why we do it. We might cry now. I don't know. We got to get out of here. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Carol Conley. You're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Semper Fi, all you loyal littles. It's three o'clock on a Friday. Rupe and Tony shuffle in. It's Mingle Fest where they want to be. Drinking beer or a tonic and gin. says, Tony, can you sign me a piano key? I think that'd really be great. And we'll sell them all for charity. Don't worry, there's only 88. Da-da-da-dee-da. Tony B. Sign them, sign them all night. And remember, you littles, it's for charity at Rocco's Warriors and P. 
welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast. And thank you, Jamie, for coming on to meet the Littles. That was in honor of Jingle Fest. Yep. Uh, we did a little, it was really quick. I just threw that together because we. That was pretty good, Chuck. Nah, it was. Uh, that was pretty good, Chuck. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> Not great. But, I mean, I have to give credit where credit's due. I saw t- Tony posted something about how he had to sign all these piano keys. So, all right. So here's the story. Dina in Damascus had this piano. They were getting rid of it. They demolished it. So she kept all the piano keys. And I yeah. thought this was really clever. And so what she decided to do was she had Tony Beeson sign them. And we sold them at Jingle Fest. They were $5 a piece. And all the money went to Rocco's Warriors. Yes. But Tony had to sign all 88 keys <laughs> at Mingle Fest on Friday. So Wait, I thought that. At Mingle yes, Fest? I didn't notice that. That's when this. Well, I think it was before we got there. Oh, okay. Because we got there late. We, yeah, that's true. Roxy right, and right, Chuck right. were fashionably, fashionably late, late. We for Mingle Fest. We needed an entrance. But anyway, so David Putt, I hope I'm saying that right. P-U-T-T. Dave Putt. He said, he commented on one of. Tony Beeson's or, or someone else about the whole conversation. He said, I hear a jingle. Sign me a spruce. You're the piano man. Ooh. Okay. So I texted him. I said, hey, listen, would you mind if I kind of ran with this? Because I just heard something from it. And it wasn't exactly that. But I wanted to give credit. He was the one that put the idea in my head. Sure. And so I contacted him. And if I didn't want to step on any toes if he cool. was going to do a jingle or something. Um, also, come on our show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Meet of course. Us. I don't know who that. Yeah. We right. Meet you. Yeah. I think I said that to him. I must have. I must <laughs> I'm have. I'm sure you did. So anyway, so I just thought it was hilarious. We're not sure where we're going to go with this. She kept whatever we had left. I know they're going to take him to Summer of Littles. We might. I don't know if, if maybe I don't want to put Dina on the spot here because there'd be shipping and stuff involved. But what she was doing is we you could pay PayPal. And that's where that lyric came at Rocco's Warriors NP, Nancy Paul. And that's where I got the idea for that lyric at the end. Yep. It's Venmo at Rocco28 is how you can donate there. If you want to donate to Rocco's Warriors, I don't want to confirm that if you do the $5 that we can get you a piano key. But don't you worry, because Chuck and Roxy bought a bunch. Yes. And we might have some contests coming up Ooh. where those will be some prizes. So that'll be cool. So we donated and got some keys so we can give away as prizes. Yep. So we're very excited about yep. that. All right, Roxy, why don't we get to the email? The. I mean. T-H-E-E, the. <laughs> the email. We thought this was really clever. And so we got a few, but this is the one we're going to read today. Actually, we did have one correction. And let's do that first. So and that was Sully. from. Of course it was from Sully. <laughs> Uh, we're not going to do the what now, Sully, okay, because he just had a correction. Okay. And he just said, not a Top Gun remake, a Top Gun sequel. Okay, okay sure, whatever. Sure, whatever. Okay, but my comment was, all corrections and comments must be made in person at Jingle Fest for this episode. Because <laughs> Sully just didn't show. Didn't come. I mean, now I think that puts him on with Tiny Chuck level. What up with that, yeah, Sully? What up, Sully? So hopefully he'll come to New York or something soon. We have to meet Sully. I know. All right. So anyway, here's the email. Hey, guys. Looks like you had a great time at Jingle Fest. Your jingles were great. Roxy, next year I expect a full kick. LOL. Now... Okay, to be fair, I did two kicks, but it got cut off in the video. Yeah, the video didn't show the kicks. Right. So, I hello. did two. You should have been there. That's all I'm going to say. I didn't have my five-minute stretch, so I only did two. <laughs> <laughs> and you should have been there. Yeah. All right. So, and, and then he says, and thank you for putting the Muppet Show theme in my head all weekend. You're welcome. We were in the city for the weekend without a place to stay. When I thought, I know where there is an empty apartment. <laughs> couple of things. The super said he'll have the window we jimmied to get in fixed by Wednesday. That stain in the carpet should come out with one or two more shampooings. I wouldn't sit on the kitchen chair until the glue dries. 
Sorry about the dishes in the sink. We had an early train. And we think the bed works better that way. I'm not quite sure what that means. But anyway, glad you enjoyed Jingle Fest, Dave. P.S. You're out of beer. Dave Patton. Yes, Dave Patton. Yeah, it was very clever until he got to the kitchen chair because, hello, we live in New York freaking city. There's no room for kitchen chairs. Yeah, but we've got our kitchen table and kitchen chairs. Well, this is a dining room table and chair. In this is cool on Claire's table. area. Right, it's not a kitchen. It's still, this is a kitchen table, Chuck. We have a kitchen table. No, it just happens to be dining in the table. eating area. That's we don't have a dining room either. We're in a one bedroom apartment. I understand that, but why? <laughs> what? What is a kit? No, a kitchen table is a table in the kitchen. Um, I don't think so. Littles, WTFC Podnet at gmail.com. Wait, loyalittlespod.com. Yes, loyal. <laughs> fine. Well, however, tweet us. I don't give a crap. No, seriously. <laughs> wait, what constant? Is there really a difference between a kitchen table and a dining room table? I think there are, and it's very clear that the one is in the kitchen, which we don't have, and then the one's in the dining room, which ours is basically in the living room, but right. that's besides that's the point. that's what I said. We don't have a dining well, this, room. But this is our dining area. It's an area, Chuck. It's a, but so it's this a table di- could be anything okay. we want it to be. <laughs> the table is in the dining area, so it's a dining area table. Okay, I'll, I'll concede to that, but this is not a kitchen table. This is a dining area table. I'll go there, but it's definitely not a kitchen table. I'm okay. sorry. All right, Littles, what say you? Should we move on? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Roxy and I have been watching some TV. We've been catching up. Oh, yeah. Remember all this? Oh, right. Uh, we were, we were going to mention this a while ago. Yeah. Well, because we had a lot of emails. Yeah. Incur- we yeah. feel bad because it took us forever. I right. know like Bob Sproul was in on this. Uh-huh. Tons of littles. They were like, you must see West Side Story. You must see West yeah. Side Story. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that. We did West Side Story. We did Tick, Tick, Boom. Yep. And I finished Ozark. You did. Let's let's just go there first, because Roxy doesn't watch Ozark. I wish you. I no, because you always watch it in the bedroom when I'm trying to go to sleep, and there's always someone screaming. Okay, but it's so good. It's so <laughs> Littles highly recommend it. We'll just stop there. It's I'm gonna go back and watch the whole thing again. It's like yeah. four or five seasons. Yeah. I'm gonna watch the whole thing. I watched the first season. You kind of watched the first season. I think you should watch it again. Huh. We'll watch it during the day. I think the, the if writing. If I do it during the day, maybe I'll be okay. Everything is just so good about it. Right up to the end. Yeah. It's really good. So mm-hmm. Ozark, Netflix, do it. Okay. Tick, tick, boom. Let's go in reverse order. Yeah. Tick, tick, boom. Very good. Um, you know, not one of Jonathan Larson's best, but it was good to see it done. This particular movie was well done. Lin-Manuel Miranda directed it. Yep. And he actually had a little cameo in it. Right. Speaking of cameos. Cameos freaking galore. Cameo central. I mean, especially this one scene in particular. They actually, in the credits, had to list them all separately in that one area of the movie because right. it was so many and so many popular people. Really, really. I mean, cool. from Cheetah Rivera to I mean, it's just it was just ridiculous. Yeah. we can't even come close to naming them all. Right. So overall, though, I don't know. I have to say, Chuck. I after the movie ended and we chatted a little bit about it, I actually went into the bathroom and cried. Really, I, I did. Because I, it I just kind this. of, I didn't know a whole lot about Jonathan Larson other than that he wrote Rent. I forgot about Tick, Tick, Boom and the story, like everything that he went through and then what happened. Yeah. Like you it's just, tragic. You just, it really is. You never know and try not to take life for granted, but we all do. I mean, that's just, yeah. we do. And I kind of ugly cried a little bit in the bathroom Well, after. the thing <laughs> I forgot about the part where Stephen Sondheim called him. Yeah. Because he came to one of his readings for a different show yeah. that never went anywhere. 
there mm-hmm. and basically left him a message on his answering machine because there was no there was, there was no cell phones right. or no, you know yeah and that one hit me pretty hard yeah. that he actually took the time and just then that made me think about we just lost Stephen Sondheim recently yeah. and how old he was to think just 25 more years I mean this was 25 years ago or 26 mm-hmm. years ago whatever it was that he wrote Rent right can you imagine the, the other shows that he, that he might have written yeah I mean that's what's killing me to think oh he was so young when he died hug your loved ones yeah absolutely so i I don't know would you recommend you'd recommend i recommend it okay but you have to kind of be into that area that genre that yeah but even just the story yeah i don't know yeah okay good west side story yeah all right here Here we go go. here we go (laughs) we all know how chuck feels about this stuff and rolling up my sleeves no no, this is the best thing i'm gonna say i didn't hate it i didn't hate it no i didn't either i don't think it was necessary that's what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was necessary. And again, some of these changes I hated. I in a lot of them, other people wouldn't even notice. I'm talking about right down to the orchestration, the music. Yeah, you mentioned that, and I'm like, I don't you know what you're notice. talking about. It's yeah. beautiful. But, but, but then I went back and I played it for, and you're like, oh my god, you're oh, right, yeah. that's different. And I'm like, yes. Why is it different? It didn't need to be different. It was great the first time. You know, I mean, Bernstein knew what the hell he was doing you know so it's like that's what kills me they but they had to change stuff just to make it different so people would want to go see it i, I don't know whatever I, I again i just didn't think it was necessary they moved a lot of the scenes into different places so it was just different from the original that's all it yeah. was it worked i'll give them it, that it, it worked. worked it worked you know, like officer krupke was in a courtroom yeah and things like that a police station whatever yeah, I do have to say, the actor playing Tony, Ansel Elgort, I don't know, he was giving me some Patrick Swayze vibes. So I, I that, <laughs> That's was, all right, that was fine with me. So I'd say sure, I'd recommend it. I just, I'd also recommend go back and watch the original. Yeah, I'm curious. I haven't watched the original in years. Right. So I, I need to, I would love to go back and watch it. But, but again, anyway. another story that is just so tragic, I was crying. Yeah. We had a cry fest. At least I did. <laughs> well, cry fest before Jingle Fest. And the ending always gets me too because they, yeah. they did the ending a little bit differently mm-hmm. than the movie and the Broadway show. Yeah. So it was, it was, you know, it was just different, I yeah. guess. And I guess, you know, like I said, it worked. Mm-hmm. I just, I personally, I would rather put on the original. Sure. Guess, that's all I'm saying. Sure. So anyway, that's all we got. My gosh. Bazillion thank yous to everyone yes. for making our first ever Jingle Fest weekend just amazing. Can we do it again next weekend? I mean, <laughs> Roxy wants to do it every weekend. I had so much fun. Yeah, I mean... I love all of you, like, from the bottom of my heart, really. Like, the hospitality between Dean and Damascus and just Just, Claire and everyone driving us around. And, of course, you know, as we already mentioned, Bobby and Sam and just everyone. Everyone And people offer... Like, I just... Your kindness... I'm blown away. Yeah. Blown away. How do we get out of here? I don't know. It's We're just going to have to end this I might cry again. Just use the code, people. Use Use the code. (laughs) LoyalLittlesPod.com. Well, that's our website. LLPod. LLPod. Just use the code. (laughs) We love you all, seriously, from the bottom of our hearts. We had such a great time. So thank thank you all. And we look forward to just keep doing this. Yeah. Meeting the Littles. And we can't wait to meet you. So if you haven't come on the podcast, email us. Go to our website. LoyalLittlesPod.com. Find us. We will find you if you don't. So you might as well just find us. I know. All right, all you loyal listeners, have a great rest of the week. And hopefully we'll see you over the weekend. That was pretty, boss.
podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Oh no. Oh yeah.